The vision received was that of blood cells traveling throughout the body supplying the much needed oxygen and other nutrients to the differing members of the body to fulfill their purpose. Once the blood cells are spent, they must return back to the heart to be refilled before being sent out again and fulfill their purpose. Hello, faithful listeners of our Father's Heart podcast. I felt that today's episode needed a verbal introduction because it will be a very different episode from any previously released episodes. It's actually a recorded time of ministry that ended in song. My eldest daughter played piano in the background while I began to share from the book of Joshua. Now, in the hopes that you will have a greater appreciation and understanding of this particular message, I feel I need to share that Honestly, it was a period of time in my life that I was going through a great deal of turmoil. My wife and I were spiritually devastated. Uh, There were events that were transpiring in our home with one of our children. And honestly, my heart was utterly broken. I was seriously entertaining thoughts of removing myself from ministry altogether because I felt disqualified as an elder due to circumstances that took place under my watch and in my own home. And in all the 23 plus years of marriage, it was by far, by far and away, the lowest and arduous season in my life. So it is in light of this brief summary that I ask you to listen to the word of ministry that came from the book of Joshua and listen to the words of the song that followed. The song was written by Jason Upton, but please don't focus so much on the singing. It was a moment that was very difficult for me to even sing because I was so choked up about the moment that I was experiencing. And hearing the Lord speak to me a word in that moment that I needed to hear from myself in answer to the many dilemmas that were swirling about in my heart, it was just difficult to, I guess, maintain myself. So with that, I hope, I pray that you are blessed in the hearing of the ministry of the song of Joshua. Good morning, saints. Thank you, yeah. Beloved of the Most High God, we're going to do something a little bit different today. We're going to start off with a uh, small time of ministry right now. So you can have a seat and just listen as we share. <laughs> told you it's a little bit different. Um, there was a song that, that I had on my heart, uh, probably about a week. But before I, I share it, I would like to share with you, I guess, kind of where it comes from in the scriptures and, and kind of the theme for it. Because it's going to help us to maybe meditate and set our hearts in the right place as we uh, listen to the song, as we prepare for our praise and our worship and giving Him glory. But you guys know the, the, the account of Joshua and how he 
because of the Lord was with him, he was able to defeat Jericho. He was able to bring walls down that were completely impenetrable. And it was not because of anything that he had power in and of himself to do. It was really the power of God and them mixing their faith and obedience to whatever God told them to do, no matter how ridiculous it seemed. You know, when the, when the enemy behind the walls were standing there and, and probably wondering, what are these people doing just walking around us and not saying a word? But we know the account. The Lord took the walls down and they were able to defeat Jericho without so much as a, a, a trip or a fall or a, or a scratch. And man, they, they must have felt on top of the world. They must have felt like, my God is for us. Who in this world could stand against us? And immediately after this, there was a small little town called I. And it didn't have that many people. It had very few people, it said. And Joshua sent people over there to kind of scout them out. And they came back and they said, Joshua, we only need like two or 3,000 people. We could take these people out. They're few. And Joshua believed their word, not really knowing anything good or bad, just like, God is for us. We just defeated Jericho. And he sent two to 3,000 people to the enemy's camp, and they came back defeated. They came back repelled by a very few people. And they didn't understand why. 36 men died that day. Now, that doesn't seem like much to you, 36 men. But what if that man was your father? What if that man that didn't come back was your brother? Or your cousin? Or just someone that you loved? They died. Never to return again. And it says that Joshua rent his clothes and he fell on the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord. And so did the elders. They didn't get it. They, they just did not understand. How could we have been led by God to defeat this massive Jericho city to be turned back by these few people and I? It didn't make any sense to the leader. He didn't understand what, what, what went wrong. What did I do? And what he didn't understand was that there was a man in his own house that defied the commandments of God. He said, when you take down Jericho, you better not take anything. You better not take one piece of, of lint, of food, of cattle, of oxen, nothing. It is all under the ban. But one man saw something in Jericho that he coveted. And he took it from Jericho. And then when they went to battle and I, they lost. Because he disobeyed God. He was of the household of Israel. So when Joshua and the elders went before the face of the Lord and they were crying and they were just beseeching him, not without any understanding of what was going on, God said to Joshua, get up. Why do you lie with your face down? I just read that this morning. And I 
can't tell you how much I needed to hear that. Get up. You didn't do anything. Somebody in your house did something, but you did not do anything. Get up. Get off your face. And then he told him, and he said, Israel did this. Everybody was guilty. They have taken something that was a curse, they stole it, and they put it among their own stuff. And because of that, the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies. They had to turn back, for they were accursed, and God was not with them. They must remove the accursed thing. And so he goes on to tell them, you know the account. They they, they, they set aside one particular tribe and then when that tribe they set aside the families and then from families they set aside one man. And that one man was Achan. Achan took something that was not his. Achan took something that was forbidden. Prohibited by God. But you know what? He not only paid for wife, his children, and his whole family died. And I was wondering, why did they die? I happen to think because they knew as well. They knew he had taken it. They knew he had put the belongings with his own stuff, and they didn't say anything either. And because they didn't say anything, they were saying, by their silence, it's okay. God doesn't see what you did. It's all right. You know, we can think of this account corporately. I know I do. Head of the house. And we think of the things that go on in our in our church and, and, and unbeknownst to the pastor, bishop, or any of the elders, somebody in the congregation is doing something they shouldn't be doing and it affects everyone and we don't even know why why are we going through this why are we going through that and sometimes it it, it, it takes the revelation of God to expose and to weed it out so that somebody can have an opportunity to change and to make a difference and yet I, I because this is my nature I try to look deeper. I can look about how it affects everyone and, and, and all the people around me, but I think how Joshua and, and the people that follow Joshua and, and how Achan separate, I look at all of them as me. There are parts of me that are committed to the Lord. And then there's some parts that may not be committed to the Lord. There may be some parts of me that are in compromise. And I can't win. And God cannot be for me if I hold and harbor something hidden and quiet, thinking God doesn't see. God doesn't doesn't really care. It's a small thing. It's not a big deal. They're, They're not just stories. He's speaking to your very heart. 
so that you won't make the same mistakes that others in the past have done. And because we're in this new covenant of grace, He gives us that light that separates the darkness and then gives you the choice to repent. He gives you a second chance and a third and a fourth and a fifth if you will just repent. It's so easy to fall We can, we can make sins and commit sins against others and, and, and not think anything of it and be insensitive or, un, or just being selfish. But the biggest issue and the most quiet one is our own pride. Our own pride that won't surrender. It's too willing to gratify itself, its desires, its passions, its lust, its flesh, over doing what God requires of us because He wants us to be safe and secure in His arms. So, I pray that you consider those words. The next song is sung. And think about the areas of your own life that I call them crooked paths. There's crooked ways in us that we need to make straight. Because if we're going to make it to the end with all of the ones that we love, that also profess and, and, and have experienced the born again experience, we have to be right with God in every area any compromise so that we can stand in that day of judgment by the Spirit of God. Holy, holy fire 
Sin will only hurt if someone sees what am I? So we fight the fight to win, forgetting once again that there is no victory without hearts of purity.
Purity and victory, purity and victory, oh, we cannot separate them. Thus is the ministry of our Father's heart through us. Our utmost desire is to be in the Father's heart, to know the Father's heart, and express the Father's heart to you. If you appreciate listening to this podcast and were blessed, pass it along to someone else by text, email, or word of mouth in the hopes that they might be positively impacted as you were. If you are interested in supporting our efforts, we would ask you to consider the following. One, Pray for us. Two, leave a positive rating or review with whomever you listen to our podcast with. And three, if you desire to contribute monetarily, you can do so at paypal.me slash jbenjesus. Or you can cash app dollar sign jbenjesus. Or you can Venmo at jbenjesus. That's J B E N. J-E-S-U-S. God bless.